Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Thursday morning from the radio pulpit. We're thankful for the opportunity to come today. I'm thankful that uh, the folk at the Bethany Baptist Church, where I pastor, uh, is, home, is mission-minded enough to, uh, to give and to pray to sponsor this radio ministry, that we can come each day at 1130 and share your message from God's Word. We're presently studying in Luke 16. Uh, once again, let's begin reading in verse number 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Now, this week we have been looking at these uh, verses, down verses 19 through 31, and our text is verse 23, and I'm using this thought uh, this week on why I don't want people to go to hell. You say, Preacher, why, why is it that you don't want people to go to hell? Number one, uh, because of the memory. Verse 25 says, Son, remember in thy lifetime. If he, if he couldn't remember, why did Abraham tell him to remember his life, past life? So there's the, the memory of, that you'll experience, the, the memory that you'll carry with you in hell. Then because of the magnitude of hell, the magnitude of the darkness, the magnitude of the burning, the magnitude of it being forever. And then because of the, the misery uh, of hell. I don't want you to go to hell because of the misery that you'll experience, the misery of concern, the misery of conviction, the misery of the company uh, that will be there in hell. And then uh, we closed out yesterday because uh, of what you would miss. You'd miss seeing all the babies, all those precious babies. You miss seeing the brethren, all those Christian friends that have loved you and prayed for you down through the years. The, uh, those that I met in camp meetings and revivals, uh, my loved ones that are over there. Hey, I don't, I don't want to miss seeing them. Then you'll miss the beauties of heaven. Then you'll miss also seeing the bridegroom. That's what you miss, friend. If you die in your sin and go to hell, you're going to miss all of these things. But then today, I want to look again. I want to focus today on this thought. I don't want you to go to hell because of the miracle and message of Calvary. Yes, there's the miracle and the message of Calvary. Uh, we, we First of all, we find the miracle of Calvary. Uh, his death, the death of the Lord Jesus, was supernatural. You read in Luke 23, verse 44 and 45, you see several things there that's unexplainable, several things that are supernatural, several things, friend, that, that lets us know that this was no ordinary man dying, but this was God's sinless Son. This was God's Son dying for the sins of mankind. There, there's the miracle of the strange darkness. Verse 44 and verse number 45. 
from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. From the sixth hour to the ninth, there was darkness. Uh, from the, 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 the brightest time of day, when the sun would have been at its uh, brightest, friend, there was a strange darkness. God had turned his back. God had turned his back on his son because his son was bearing the sins of mankind. Because his son uh, was dying in the sinner's place, there is the strange darkness. Uh, and then there is the symbolic uh, destruction. I'm talking about the supernatural works of Calvary. Uh, the Bible tells us there in the latter part of verse 45, And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom, not from the bottom to the top. That would be man's doing, but from the top to the bottom. That's God saying the way's open now. Uh, the, 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 the interest has been made available. The symbolic destruction, I'm talking about his death, uh, was supernatural, the strange darkness the symbolic destruction, and the startling display. In Matthew's account, Matthew 27, verses 52 and 53, the Bible said there was an earthquake and the graves were opened. Get that? The graves were opened and the bodies of those states which slept arose and went into the city. I'm turning there. I want to read that verse, Matthew 27 uh, and verse number 52. Listen to this. Matthew 27, verse 52. I'll get it in just a moment. Notice this now. Here in verse 52. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Yes, the graves were opened. The graves around Jerusalem were opened, and many of those bodies, uh, those saints arose and went into the city there. I'm talking about the supernatural work of Christ's death, the miracle of Calvary. Hey, friend, Calvary was not just uh, uh, something that happened. It, it was not an afterthought with God. It, it was not something that the Romans dreamed up or the Jews dreamed up. No, it was God working behind the scenes. The, the Bible said he stood as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. His death was supernatural. Then we find his death, my friend, was substitutionary in Luke 23, verse 46 through 48. Listen to this here. Luke 23, verse 46, the Bible tells us here, and when Jesus had cried, with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Yes, friend, the Bible tells us here, I'm talking about his death was substitutionary. What, what do you mean, preacher? Well, it literally means that Christ died in the place of the sinner. The Bible tells us that God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The, the, the miracle, the message of Calvary, Christ's death was substitutionary. He died in the place of the sinner. He suffered the sinner's uh, suffering, the, the, the shame, the suffering that every sinner should experience. Christ suffered it on the cross of Calvary in John 10 
And verse number 11, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. You see, that Old Testament economy, uh, the sheep died for the shepherd. The high priest would take the, that animal, uh, take its blood, and offer there on the uh, altar for his sins, and then for the sins of the people. But you see, the, John said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And therefore his death was substitutionary. Christ died for the sinner. In the book of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21, uh, the Bible tells us that, but God made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Thank God Christ died in my place. Thank God he died in your place. He died as the sinner's substitute, Christ's death. I'm talking about the miracle and the message of Calvary. The message of Calvary was that Christ's death was uh, uh, substitutionary. It was for the sinner. He died for the sinner. He gave his life for the sinner. He died in the sinner's place. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, friend, thank God. And I don't want you to go to hell because of the miracle of Calvary, because of the message of Calvary. Throughout his earthly ministry, the Lord Jesus uh, told his disciples, said, I'm going to be betrayed. I I'm going to be uh, crucified, but I'll be raised the third day. His death, my friend, uh, was not to satisfy the Romans. His death, my friend, it goes goes beyond that. There's more behind the scene that God uh, was uh, sacrificing His Son, giving His Son uh, for you and I that we might be saved, that we might escape that awful place called hell. Oh, friend, I don't want you to go to hell. Why, preacher? Because of the message of Calvary. The message is uh, that Jesus loves sinners. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the message of Calvary. Oh, friend, thank God uh, that God sent his son. He left that world, that heavenly world, and came into this world and died for the sinners, died in my place, died for, uh, the, the Bible says he died, the godly for the ungodly. Thank God uh, for the message of Calvary. I'm glad that we can proclaim the message of Calvary. I'm glad, friend, that our missionaries uh, can go and, and proclaim the message of Calvary. Uh, matters not uh, what side of the track, matters not what uh, station in life, what color your skin is. Hey, friend, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ gave his life to, to uh, ransom you and I. I'm redeemed by the precious blood, by the pure blood, by the powerful blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, that's the message of Calvary. And I don't want you to go to hell uh, because of the message of Calvary. His death was supernatural. His death was substitutionary. And then his death was satisfactory. 
Isaiah 53, 11, Thou shalt see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. May I say today, friend, God is holy. God is a thrice holy God. God cannot condone sin. God cannot overlook sin. And he, and he saw Jesus uh, bearing our sins. And friend, uh, uh, he punished him. He punished his son in my place. He punished him that I might go free. And when he died, he died, friend, for the sinner. And got there in Isaiah 53, which is, uh, we call it the fifth gospel, we find he shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. You see, when Jesus died, uh, he satisfied all the righteous demands of God's holy law, God's just. Uh, Romans 3, 26, he's the just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. He saw the travail of his soul. He saw what his son done. And he was satisfied. And on the third day, he raised him from the dead. That's what the disciples preached, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Hey, we serve a risen Savior. He's alive, thank God. He's alive today. And he won't, don't want you to go to hell. His death was satisfactory. He shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. Friend, may I say today, Christ doesn't want you to go to hell. Why, preacher? That's why he came. That's why he left that, that ivory palace and came into this world, born of a virgin, lived among men, went up on Calvary, and willingly gave his life that you might escape that awful place called hell. The church doesn't want you to go to hell. That's why Bethany sponsors this radio time that we can preach to you and warn you and invite you to come to Jesus that you might not go to that awful place called hell. Revelation twenty two seventeen, the spirit and the bride say come, and that whosoever will come and take of the water of life freely. Friend, I don't want you to go to hell because of the miracle of Calvary and because of the message of Calvary. It's a message of redemption. It's a message of love. God loves sinners so much that he gave his son, his sinless son, his spotless son, his holy son to die in our place. I say hallelujah. What a savior. Won't you come to him today? Won't you, won't you repent of your sin today? Trust him. Believe upon him and thou shalt be saved. May the Lord bless you till tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen.